this show and its hosts have no affiliation with Disney. Listener discretion is advised. The one and only Real Disney Podcast! This is the Real Disney Podcast short episode for Hunchback of Notre Dame. Or Notre Dame. Which is it? Notre Dame. Uh, I say Notre Dame, some say Notre Dame. I mean, potato, tomato, whatever. It's all the same. <laughs> so, I have a little bit of news. Um, first, Tom's not here, in case y'all haven't noticed yet. Um, we kicked him out. Just kidding. Yeah. No, that he has a serious case of asphasia, and he's at home re- recuperating. Because <laughs> there is no cure. There is no cure. Of course, there's no cure. <laughs> So, the little bit of news I have is that Ewan McGregor has been cast as Lumiere in the live-action Beauty and the Beast. Hey, you got it. I got it right this time. Yay! Um, So, the cast is pretty big. It's got Emma Watson, Josh Gad, Ian McKellen, Dan Stevens, Emma Thompson, and Stanley Tucci, and now Ewan McGregor. I like me some Stanley Tucci. I think this is one of the live-actions I would definitely go see. I love Beauty and the Beast, but so far the cast is really good as well, in my personal opinion. Uh, but that's really all the news I have for this for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. As always, I have nothing because I do not come prepared. <laughs> so we're just going to talk briefly about the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, I have to say that I don't think I had ever seen this one before. I watched it the other day and um i'll probably never watch it again to be honest with you uh not my favorite uh there's just there wasn't anything memorable for me there's there's no songs that really stuck out yeah i mean the songs uh and i and this is one where where the the music itself is it's very narrative to kind of help you know speed things along so you you have some action sequences of stuff happening but the music just kind of keeps it rolling but yeah there's nothing there's nothing really stand out about it i and watching it you know cuz this is the time starting with beauty and the beast where there was always that one song yeah from from each movie where you know they they had the big single or whatever it was but i i I couldn't think of of what it was and then at the end credits the the first song that plays i'm sure is what it was but i don't remember if that was a hit or not because it didn't really sound familiar for me i don't think it was i don't remember having radio play i don't remember i don't remember this at all this movie i guess it came out june 21st 1996 right i was 16 so I was probably too busy Again, th- doing you know, teenage type stuff than to see a Disney movie at that from, point. You know, from like 94 on, that's when that time of Disney for me were too cool for Disney. Right. And then, I'm, you know, in high school, you know, I was more into the, the stony things and this one didn't really fall into it. Uh, I don't really remember. I, and until today, I had not watched this movie. It just didn't seem like anything that... It was nothing that grabbed my attention where I was like, I gotta see that one. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt about it, too. It It's an hour and a half long, and it seemed way too long to It did me. seem too long. And it, uh... 
It cost $100 million to make it. So with the animation and the way that the animation looked, I could see why it cost so much. Because some of it was very realistic yeah. looking. I mean, visually, it was... it was. I like. I enjoyed the animation of it. You know, it, it was money well spent, I should say. I mean, it, it, it did look good. But it was so... It was boring. It was just a story that, for me, exactly, it was boring. You felt, I felt bad. You felt bad for the hunchback. It just, his mom gets killed in the beginning, as per right. in the Disney movie. Disney, true Disney fashion. You gotta have a, a dead parent. And then he's raised in the bell tower, where he has a master who's the bad guy in the movie. Who... Kill who's the the one who's responsible for his mother's death? Yes, because I'm not, and I, you know, watching it, I don't remember exactly what his title was. Froyo, Froyo. He was a judge, the so, minister of justice. Okay, and so, you know, he was on the. Um, we're gonna get rid of all the gypsies kind of campaign, you know. So, yeah, it starts out where a boat of gypsies are getting ferried in you know and some guy sneaking them in and then the judge shows up with a bunch of guards and you know to arrest them and they, they make a break for it she's trying to get away and then he ends up killing her which is funny because like it's he just funny. <laughs> no because like, well <laughs> it sounds, it sounds horrible. <laughs> no he kills her because he pushes her Yes. And she just falls on the steps and she dies. Yes. If that happened to me every time I fell down, I would have been dead years ago. <laughs> now, I mean, I, I understand that it could happen, like, but it would have to have been a precise fall to where the weight, like, she broke her neck. In, you know, it was just one of those things, like, he pushes her and she dies. But she had the baby in her arms, uh -huh. right? Yeah. So she was probably trying to protect her right. child. So I would think that... And again, she, maybe, you know, she fell backwards... But even even with you know, and I know I've overthought this, <laughs> but it's one of those things that stood out. Where even with him riding a horse and he just knocked her down, there's still I can't think like for her to die. So immediately I was annoyed. <laughs> immediately I hated this movie. And then I go in hate watch mode, which is what you know I, tends to happen. I watch a lot of horrible things because i'm a hate watcher <laughs> you like to watch it. i will hate watch the shit out of something because that's the kind of i will torture myself <laughs> and that's the kind of person that i am so uh, <laughs> of the shows i watch 30 percent i truly enjoy and then 70 percent <laughs> is just like shit that i totally hate watch like, I so i have to watch this because i hate it so, so that, and, I, and i talk shit about it to myself uh, you catch me in a good mood, maybe it's like 2 a.m. and I'll live tweet something, you know, as I'm watching. So, yeah. Uh, so, immediately I was upset and started watching. And so, he, then from there, he realizes what she was smuggling, which was a baby. Yeah. And he li he opens up the, you know, what it was covered in. <laughs> and he's like immediately disgusted and is like, I got to kill this thing for humanity. <laughs> so, to do the world justice, he was going to throw it in the well. And that's when the, the bishop or whoever comes yeah. out and was like, no, you can't do that. No, no, don't do that. So he gives them to the bishop to raise in the in the cathedral in, in Notre Dame, Notre Dame, if you will. And then it's like flash forward 20 years later, 
And like, yeah, like he's taking care of him, not taking care of him. He's not taking care of him. I don't get it because the bishop or whoever that guy is is obviously the one taking care of right, him. Right, because that guy doesn't go to Because he lives in the cathedral. Right. So, but in then the, he sees this Frollo guy as his master. Right. So, <sighs> so, so that's confusing. Frollo makes me think of Frodo, and then I think it's going to be awesome, and then it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it, it truly was not. Um, I like Esmeralda. I don't know if it's because it's Demi Moore, but she's a pretty hot she, cartoon yeah. character yep. for <clears throat> for Disney. I think she's probably the best-looking one we've come across. I know she's not considered a princess because no. she's a gypsy, but... Yeah, it's one of, like, like Pocahontas, when we touched that, we did that yeah. one, and, and no... Yeah, they're starting to to animate them to where they're they're not just very pretty, like you know the previous yeah. ones have been drawn where they're 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 very pretty, they're beautiful princesses, but now they're starting to animate them to where they're they're sexy. Yeah, yeah. Sexy cartoons. Sexy cartoons. <laughs> it's because they knew all their 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 watchers had grown up and they're now teenagers. That's true, boys. yeah. I mean, yeah. I <laughs> and I feel like this movie may have been geared more towards boys. I find it interesting that this is one's kind of different because we have Quasimodo mm-hmm. and then but then we have Esmeralda and Phoebus. Yes. Which is a horrible name. Yeah, it's a shitty name. And so obviously they're gonna have the romance. Right. And then poor Quasimodo just like, I got my gargoyles. Jason Alexander's here. Just sit on my couch. And- Jason Alexander and this old broad and <laughs> this guy was on Murphy Brown and, you know. <laughs> Murphy Brown. I love it. <laughs> I forgot about Murphy Brown. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, as ugly as he is, you know, let's face it. He's going to end up getting the shaft from uh, and the whole love triangle because, you know. But he's a good friend. Yeah. He is a good friend to her. He protects her. He protects... He has his bells. He has his gargoyles. He's good. I guess... I I was really sad whenever they were throwing tomatoes at him and tied him up. Let's make him the king of the fools, because that's what this whole thing is about. So, you know, again, so, like, I kind of fast-forward through some of the songs. So, so, (laughs) So, when I was doing that... Like yes, they crown him king of the fools, and then like he's up, and they give, and and then it's like and, you kind of feel like oh he he's found people right. that he's like, and he's gonna have friends. Because well, initially, when they they realized how ugly he was, like the crowd was like oh like yeah. they were afraid, and then the jester dude was like no 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 we wanted ugly, this is ugly this is ugly, and then the people were accepting of him. They're like all right. Well, at this we just point, needed someone to tell right. us what to do. So I fast forward, and then the next thing I know, he was like, they were throwing shit at him, and they tied him up, and I was like, okay, so I missed something. <laughs> did you rewind? So I had to rewind it to find. <laughs> I hate when I do because that. Because I was like, how did they turn on him? <laughs> what well, the hell just it, happened? In it this was Disney the movie? guards. The guards were the ones that started throwing oh, stuff. Oh yeah, okay. Because they're like, oh, you know, watch this. So all the guards had started throwing the fruit and rotten vegetables and stuff at him. Well, then after that, then he slips. So then the rest of, you know, mob mentality. Yeah. So then they start throwing ropes on him and tying him up and tying him down and throwing stuff. And I was like, wow, I mean, that was quick. They turned on him quick. They really did. Especially when that's, that's what they wanted. Yeah, I mean. They wanted a king of their, like, do you think that's why the Frollo dude didn't like this king, this 
Fools. What is it called? The Fools. It was a festival of fools. Festival so. of fools. Yeah. But you know, no, and it was because he, he's the stuck-up, you know, authority figure. And the reason he hates it is because it's a it's a gypsy festival. This is what the peasants. This is a poor thing, you know. And he's he wants a, all those people. He's going. a nose up to this kind of thing, you know. So he's he's opposed to it all around. So then when Quasi gets all up in the mix, now he's just like, I told him not to go down there. Told him not to do this shit. Yeah. He's made his bed. He's in trouble. That's it. I feel I feel kind of bad. For Quasimodo. He kind of... I don't know. He gets the raw... He gets the raw end of the deal. In this... Whole movie. He's a prisoner in the bell tower. He's not supposed to leave. He thinks he's got friends for like a split second. At the at the festival. And then nope. And then he finds this hot chick. He kind of likes her, but nope, she likes the other dude. Right. But the whole movie is more, it's called Hunchback of Notre Dame, but it's more about her. Yeah. It's more about Esmeralda and her escape and them hunting her down for some reason. He's going to find, Frollo is going to find this little bitch. (laughs) He is going (laughs) to, these damn gypsies, and he is going to kill her, which is pretty extreme. I do have to say, things like this happen. It's pretty extreme. But, you know, I don't know. There's a ho- I didn't like this movie. No. You know, and and the whole th- I mean, it's 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 a famous story. You know, I, this isn't this yeah. isn't a, an original Disney idea. This is a story that's been around for many years. I mean, I I don't know I'm I know it, I'm sure it's a novel originally of uh-huh. some sort. So, I mean, <clears throat> Everyone is somewhat aware, to some degree, of how this thing works. Right. You know what what the story about the whole thing is. So, um, but yeah, you know, he she's forced into uh, claiming sanctuary because she defied Frollo in front of everyone at the parade. Right. And the bishop sticks up for her and says, "No, she's she's in the cathedral." Um, no, uh, Phoebus is the one. He's like, "Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. he tells he goes he t- he tells her to claim sanctuary so they they can't arrest her." And she doesn't say anything, but Frollo's like, "Let's go, arrest her." And then he's like, "No, she claims sanctuary." And he's like, "Well, drag." He basically is like, "Drag this bitch out. I'm gonna yeah. kill her. Let's do this." But the bishop was like. That's hey, remember last time you tried to pull some shit like this on in the cathedral? So he has to leave. <laughs> but Get it, out my house. But yeah, so they, they, they're hiding Esmeralda in there. They She wants out. So her and Quasimodo get out. And it's just, well, yeah, they're on the run. It's all kind of stuff. And then it's the, the story of Phoebus, who is this war hero who's come to basically be the captain of the guard. Right. And he does, you know... Frollo's a really dirty, underhanded, evil yeah. guy. And you have to have that one character that you know has a conscience. Right, and that's what he is. And so, you know, he wants him to kill innocent people and, and, and torture and burn and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, no, nah, I can't do it. So, yes, that's that's your that's your hero because he is the, you know, 
He's the one that said, no, I'm going to be good. I'm not going to Yes, kill the conscious. He's, you know, going against the establishment, you know, which is what the uh, gypsies are, too, you know. The, the free thinkers, the, you know, justice, for, you know, for all kind of thing, equality, all this stuff. So, yeah, a lot of it's focused on them. And uh, Quasimodo is just kind of, you know, bouncing around doing stuff to help her. Right. And he ends up hiding her. He hides. And then the Phoebus, dude. too, because he's Phoebus, considered a, yeah. a traitor because he wouldn't burn down the windmill with the innocent family in there. And so he's a traitor, and so... Uh, and that family, all they said was that they love everybody. Yeah. Much. You know, they didn't say they were harboring or hiding the gypsies, but anyone's welcome on their land. And they so... hate for anybody to be welcome on their land. Right. <laughs> so, but she does end up being captured. And he tries to... Frollo tries to pro propose to her that if she'll be his mistress, so right. that she'll... And that's what it comes down to. Dirty old man looking to get some of that gypsy booty. He knows that she's hot. And uh, she refuses. So it's she's, like, all right. She said, no way, Jose. So I'm going to burn you at the stake. <sighs> so. What's the deal with wanting to burn people? Oh, just, it just seemed, it was good times. At, you know, good times. Burning people's at, great times. So get, get everyone together and watch someone get burned. So. So when you cut to the end and they're storming the cathedral to try and get Quasimodo and Esmeralda and all this and whatever. Because uh, they've already been... Well, yeah, because they were captured. So then... Quasimodo's uh, been chained up. Um, no, they're were, they were about to burn Esmeralda at the stake and all that. But storming the castle. Now through this, one of the, some of the things... I actually took some notes. So, impressive. yeah. Impressive. Yes, that's right. We're... 20-something episodes in, I decided to write something down. <laughs> so, uh, in the middle of this, they're storming the castle with the ladders, trying to climb up to the tower. There is a goofy scream. No way. <laughs> when, what, when they break the ladder and the guys are falling, there is a classic goofy <laughs> scream as one of these poor guards plummets to his death down below. <laughs> The <laughs> yes, there is a classic goofy scream at the end I when. I feel like I'm gonna have to watch the ending again just to make sure I hear that. There was a classic goofy scream, and I thought that was awesome. That was one of those little throwbacks in there. Um, so as they're <laughs> so, Esmeralda's half dead, and then Quasimodo's like has rescued her, and then Frollo's trying to kill Quasimodo at this point so they're dangling from the top of the cathedral like how how Quasi does you know yes, with his wall crawling kind of skills you know and uh like so Frollo knocks him down so you have Frollo who's who Quasimodo's holding on to the gargoyle and then he's holding on to Frollo who's uh Tangled up in a, a cape that he right. not no quasi capes. right. So then, out of nowhere, with nothing going on, nothing has happened. <laughs> Quasi's holding on, and then Esmeralda grabs his hand, and then he just decides he just he goes dead weight, like he just passes out. <laughs> Did you notice? Like he just passes the fuck out. See if this chick can pull us up. And it's like, 
what how like what even happened he had faith she was gonna <laughs> save him she's super strong I, apparently he like he's yeah it's like why did he pass out why did he go dead weight like why would he do that to her <laughs> this 98 pound gypsy <laughs> is you know gonna hold this like 300 plus pound of mangled hump and it's just like i don't understand <laughs> and she's gonna yeah and so when all this is going on, they're they're basically revolution. You know, they're uh, all the gypsies and peasants have come out and they're fighting the. Everything's burning. Paris is burning. Paris is on fire. On fire. So when the all this Frollo dies, then Esmeralda, Quasimodo, and Phoebus all come walking out. Of the cathedral. It's like the end of Ghostbusters. They walk out. <laughs> and they walk out and it's a goddamn sunny day. <laughs> there's no burnt anything anywhere. Like there's no sham. There's no like there's nothing's no in shambles. Every, smoke. It's just like a beautiful like oh. It, like it didn't even happen. <laughs> it was all in your mind. So yeah that, that, that annoyed the shit out of me too. I was like. Ugh. So do you think they're going. To end this, do you think that they're going to all three live together forever and they're going to take care of Quasimodo? No. No? No, Quasimodo will be stuck in that tower ringing those bells. And then Esmeralda and Phoebus. I mean, in actuality, there's real no future for them either. There's no future for anybody in this movie. <laughs> they're all going to die. <laughs> uh, they would have done it sooner. We wouldn't have to sit through 90 minutes of it, though. That is true. So, for me, because of the animation, I'm going to give this a 2.5. Only because of the animation. I was impressed with the animation. But no, I take that back. I'm going to go with the 2. Yeah. I like the animation, but I also don't like the half cartoony, half realistic looking animation. Yeah. Like, yeah. I prefer all to be one way or another. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is probably against everything to right. see, but... This one, it really stood out to me how different the buildings looked compared to the characters. Yeah. I, too, will go with a two. Because um, it like smells it, like poo. It, yeah, I mean, it's not the worst. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, at this point, I think the worst is down there with the... With the with the Pocahontas, like that was that was the that was the worst. Now this one's not quite that bad, but it's really not that far from it. No, at least Pocahontas had a, a song. Right, yeah, which you know meant nothing to me. No, <laughs> and and then again, you know, because this is based on a novel and everything, I'm fair. I'm almost positive. I could be wrong, but I think that in the novel she dies. Well, I know in the novel. He is, or he. Does. I think there's way more actual death in this in probably. the in the play than. I know that in the book he's deaf and can't speak. Really, he just grunts and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, Esmeralda's only supposed to be 16 years old, but she obviously looks a lot older in this movie. Hey, you know, AJ number number when it comes to Disney. She was sentenced to be hanged in the book, but she was burnt at the stake here. Um, it's more visually appealing to watch them burn than it is I to uh, so. watch them dangle. Yes, Esmeralda dies in the book. And then Quasimodo throws Frollo out the cathedral after 
Esmeralda's death. Hmm. So, yeah, that's how the book... Right. Now, I mean, it's Disney, so it doesn't have to be historically accurate. Or it doesn't have to be, you know, accurate to the original story by all means. But, yeah, so... Not my favorite. That's why no. it's getting this short little episode, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, you can find us at facebook.com slash real Disney podcast on Twitter at real Disney. You can find Brian on Twitter. Catch me on the tweets at the Pag Mega. And I think that's all for now. See ya. Oh, snap. It's audio snap.